This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. Snake handling churches in Appalachia aren't just about snakes. They have music, too. So I said, I'm going to go find this serpent handling church, and I'm going to go. Well, I found a few, and at every one that I went to, I'd heard songs that I never knew. That story and more coming up on this West Virginia Morning. A long-range outlook shows PEIA costs rising by the multi-millions. Randy Yowie has more. A five-year outlook published by the Public Employee Insurance Agency keeps state employee premiums at zero through 2027, but anticipates transferring in more than $375 million in public funds to shore up the program. Underperforming stock market investments and resuming pandemic-delayed elective medical procedures helped create a 2022 $92 million deficit. PEIA Chairman Mark Scott says the agency plans on resuming funding discussions to cover the long-range cost projections and avoid benefit reductions. There are discussions ongoing with the legislature about ways that uh, we might be able to uh, impact these uh, price increases going forward. The 2024 plan will be presented at a series of statewide public hearings. You can find that schedule on the West Virginia Public Broadcasting website. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie. The Federal Aviation Administration held the first of two workshops Wednesday looking at the environmental impacts of a runway expansion in Charleston. Caroline McGregor reports. The International Jaeger Airport wants to extend its main runway to 7,000 feet and shift the parallel taxiway as it makes improvements to the runway safety area. The expansion, as it stands, requires filling in a large valley which could impact about 400 acres of Coonskin Park. FAA Regional Environment Program Manager Andrew Brooks says the workshops are a good opportunity to hear from the public. At the start of the process, we take the airport's proposal and we bring it to the public. And essentially what we're saying is our uh, airport authority is proposing this in your community. This is your opportunity to provide some input into what's being considered through the uh, environmental process to come. The FAA will consider alternatives to see if there is a way to avoid impacting Coonskin Park. Chad Cordell, a member of the Kanoa Forest Coalition, said the project doesn't make sense for Charleston. Coonskin Park, for a lot of people, is one of the most accessible green spaces in the Charleston area. Jaeger Airport Director Dominique Ranieri said the workshops offer the public a chance for one-on-one conversations with FAA consultants. An opportunity to hear the information in a little bit more of a casual conversation setting. So, of course, all the consultants and members of the FAA team are here. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Caroline McGregor in Charleston. Snake handling churches play a style of Appalachian music few know much about. That music is the subject of a new podcast called Alabama Astronaut. Reporter Zach Harold recently spoke with co-host Abe Partridge about how a project intended to document this music ended up being about a whole lot more. I'll tell you this, whenever National Geographic's in there, they're hoping to God they bring out the snake. When I'm in there, I'm hoping to God they don't bring out the snake. (laughs) Those are some clips from Alabama Astronaut, one of the most engrossing podcasts I've heard in a long time. 
and I have the co-creator and subject of that podcast with me. Hey, Partridge, I don't want to spoil anything, but can you give us a brief introduction on how you became familiar with the world of snake handling churches? It, I guess it depends on how far we want to go back, but uh, I pastored in Middlesboro, Kentucky myself when I was uh, in my mid-20s. I went through a crisis of faith, I guess you could say, and I was in the process of leaving the church. And during that time, uh, I met a guy by the name of Jamie Coots, who was pretty well known uh, in the serpent handling faith. We probably had about a 30 or 45 minute conversation. But in that 30 or 45 minutes, it was a real striking conversation that I never forgot. And he gave me his phone number and actually you know, told me, I think he knew that I was struggling. Well, I started playing songs and painting and stuff like that. And uh, I was touring on the West Coast with an artist by the name of Jerry Joseph. I listened to his song, Brush Arbor. It had a line in it that it mentioned Copperheads and the Holy Ghost. Mm. And uh, I was, thought that was odd. And I asked Will what it was about. And he's like, it's about a book I read called Salvation on Sand Mountain. I read it at the beginning of the pandemic, and guess who's in it? Jamie Coots. So I said, I'm gonna go find this serpent handle in church, and I'm gonna go. Well, I found a few, and at every one that I went to, I'd heard songs that I never knew, that I never heard before, and I had spent uh, a large portion of my life in church. Uh, for people that haven't heard the podcast, what, mm -hmm. what makes it special compared to church music they might be familiar with it differs number one in the lyrical content um, these people happen to believe a certain passage of scripture that's found in the book of mark uh, chapter 16 and verses uh, 18 and 19 what it is is it's it draws from jesus's last words to his disciples before he ascended into heaven and the last things that he told his disciples was that there were five signs that were going to follow them that believe and uh very quickly the five are uh, casting out devils laying hands on the sick and they shall recover speaking in tongues they shall take up serpents and then if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them now there are hundreds of millions of pentecostals that exist on planet earth and nearly all of those pentecostals will do three of those signs which is that speaking in tongues that they profess to cast out devils and they profess to lay hands on the sick and then they recover but outside of these few believers um I don't I'm not aware of any other ones in the world where they literally take up serpents and literally if they drink any deadly thing if they consume a poison that it does not hurt them so whenever you hear a song that references those you know that it had to originate within this sect of believers because there is literally no other sect of believers on planet Earth that falls under the realm of Christianity that believe these things. The musical style is also unique. How would you describe that? 
Dennis Covington wrote the book Salvation on Sound Mountain. He described it as a mixture of Salvation Army and Acid Rock. Yeah, and then other people have called it rockabilly. Uh, you know, rock and roll, rock and roll sacred music. Um, there, I, I don't. I mean, I call it. I call it uh, serpent serpent handling gospel music. Is I I don't. Uh, but you know, they just call it music. That was Zach Harold with Alabama Astronauts Abe Partridge. You can hear more of that story Sunday morning at 7 and Sunday evening at 6 on Inside Appalachia. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 7.52. Becoming mostly sunny today. High temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Partly cloudy overnight. Lows in the 50s. Saturday, partly sunny and breezy. A chance of rain in the south with high temperatures in the 70s. Support for the weather forecast is provided by the attorneys at Taurus Save a Law, representing firefighters, police officers, and West Virginia families. Information at TaurusSaveAlaw.com. This week's Mountain Stage features a breadth of musical styles, all presented in the exciting format of live performance. Our Song of the Week comes to us from the multifaceted musician, singer-songwriter Sophie B. Hawkins, known for her hit songs in the 1990s. Hawkins' appearance on Mountain Stage helped mark the 30th anniversary of her platinum-selling debut album, Tongues and Tales. Our song of the week is You Are My Balloon, a song inspired by her children. This performance features Hawkins' musical director, Seth Glyer, himself a previous guest on Mountain Stage on piano. Floating in the sky Your shoulder on a cloud Between the sun and moon Climbing very high Acting very proud And I love looking at you more
Sophie B. Hawkins performing You Are My Balloon on the Mountain Stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Eric Douglas, Jessica Lilly, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.